Welcome. I'm Victoria Schneps, president of Schneps Media, and today interviewing our power woman, Toby Phillips, who is the CEO and founder of the Village East Gifted Program. And Toby has had a life varied, like me with my seven careers. She's had four herself, uh, one working with City Lights and one being a teacher for decades of gifted children. And then being the entrepreneurial spirit, going into her own business. So welcome, Toby. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, um, we all start at the beginning. And with me, it was always been influenced by my mother and my teachers and my father. Who influenced you to, you believe, become who you are? That's exactly the same as what you just said. Um, I had I had an amazing upbringing with two parents one of which was a master teacher of 14 teachers in their family. And she got her doctorate at 72 years old. So it's important that I understand that educational aspect. And then my father was an entrepreneur. And so he, you know, he got a, he did a wonderful business and I learned from him the business aspect of it. And they're both artists. So the creativity came into that. And that's kind of what made me who I am, both the creativity and the business mind together. I know that your journey has been like me. I've had seven careers and you said you've had four. Yes. So uh, bringing you to the one you have, you know, I've done mine for 35 years. How many years are you doing gifted training? Uh, well, I've been doing education for 46 years and gifted probably 30 something. All right. Well, I think I now anoint you an expert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've done the, uh, the years of uh, learning yourself. And I think that's what's great about what we do, isn't it? that every day we learn as we teach. So yeah. I think, you know, for you, tell me a little bit, Toby, about how this program, I don't know if you like to call it a school. It's a program. It's a program, program. Yes. right. Uh, the Village East Gifted Program began and how you're doing it today in terms of franchising opportunities. Okay, it began because someone told me that I didn't fit in. That's actually how it began. It started out with me working in public schools all the way through. And um, I was in tenure in one school and then I went to another school and they informed me that I'm an amazing teacher, but I just don't fit into the mold of the teachers there. So I left and I copyrighted and patented my methods and my, my curriculum. And I started a class in my living room with seven kids, students that i had had with the school that I left. And then we built the downstairs part of my home into three classrooms, and we started running it here for four years. And then we had so many people outside in front of the house that they told me it was time that we moved to a commercial space. So we've had several spaces um, throughout Long Island, and finally our two final spaces. One of them is in Roslyn on Wills Avenue, and the other one is in Huntington on Route 110 in Jericho. And we've now up until we started in 2007, so that's 16 years ago. We have, we've served over 2,000 kids. We work with kids starting toddlers at two years old, and we go all the way through till 12th grade. And we teach all subjects, all academic subjects, and we have a very strong focus on writing and on, on grammatical writing. And so uh, that's sort of how it evolved into where it is now. And there was no other program except for a couple of colleges that do what we do seven days a week, every day. It's a three-hour class once a week, and the kids come from school and spending seven hours in school, and then they come to us for another three hours. So it's a very creative, fun, very challenging kind of program. So and you so, said the magic word. You actually are teaching 
seven days a week so the students can come on the weekends. Yes. But they, but they only come once a week. Is that right? They so come once so a week for three hours. And then we have right. classes offered of all ages throughout the week that people can attend. And what is the ratio of students to teachers? The average class size is between eight and 12. Sometimes it's seven or six, sometimes it's 15. But, but there's a lot of interaction between, it's not like a one-on-one -on -one tutor. You really are having this them is a real class. No, it's a real class. It's a real class. But there are no desks in our school. Like we don't have that kind of setup. It's really either we put chairs in a round or we're, or we're doing, moving, playing games while we're learning SAT words or learning, you know, landmarks of the world and, and playing, doing bowling inside at the same time. Like we make it kind of fun, but also extremely challenging in a very lateral way, in a lateral way. Well, Not you know, I love the fact that you said you patented and you made I, sure- I trademarked, yes, I trademarked. Trade yep, I trademarked and copyrighted my curriculum because it's a certain way, certain method that I use. And the curriculum, I write every lesson. I don't get it from anywhere else. I write our, I make our own workbooks up, our own manuals, all made by me. And the teachers then follow that. So whatever is out there, I have no idea what they're doing out there, but I know it's not the same because I'm the one that created whatever lessons that we're working on and the curriculum that we're working on. So it's very unique. And the other schools hired me because of my curriculum, because they want me to bring that with me. To the <laughs> school. So. Well, I think you're a classic case of when, <laughs> when um, disappointment didn't go into discouragement, but you, it gave you the rocket to begin your own program. Yes, and look I have to thank them. Yeah, yeah I, mean, you know, I, didn't, I didn't want to thank them at the time. I was very upset that they didn't want to take me in, but now I understand. Well, you know, I started my newspapers in my living room because I had a challenge called four children and I couldn't wow. go work someplace else and be a teacher in the classroom, which is where I have my master's degree. So I appreciate teachers and what they mean to students changing. I think you're a life changer. Has I, there been somebody in your classes that, you know, you can recall that life you've changed because of being with you? I don't mean to brag or anything, but I would say 80% of the students that come to my program tell me that I, that I change the way that they think. I change the way they look at education and how they feel about themselves and how they fit into this mold of very unusual kids together. They all, they all say that. The parents say that. We have five-star reviews from every parent in the past 16 years. And all well, this is the I way don't think there's another business that could brag in to say that. <laughs> I know. I know. We're lucky. I'm lucky. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. talk to me now about the franchise. What came to you to say, okay, I could do this for somebody else. Yeah. People have been asking me because they come sometimes an hour and a half to come to us for the class. And so people are saying to me, why don't you open up more locations on the South shore, out East, Westchester, Manhattan now has no more gifted programs, the schools that they had. So everybody's getting involved with enrichment. There's nothing out there. So they said, you should be opening more. And because I don't have time to run and own you know, 18, 20 different locations, this was a way of me passing around and spreading the word about, about what our program does and having it offered to people in other places. The fact that you have a trademark product, it sounds to me like you could be on Shark Tank. No. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I, that's the last place that I would ever be in that they would ever understand what I'm doing. It's not, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it to make a lot of money. I'm doing it to make a difference with these kids that have no place to learn the way we teach them. And so that's what I'm doing it for. That's why I give scholarships to everybody that they can, can't afford it. That's what my goal is, is for them to, to like you said, 
to make them feel better about themselves because they don't fit in because they're too smart. They just, people don't understand them. They're funky. They're kind of quirky, you know? So I, I must tell you having um, grandchildren that are a little different, I, I think that you've given them a gift of self-respect and more than knowledge. If we can just help our kids feel good about themselves, self-esteem yes. propels them to anything as possible. So I want to ask you, what would you say would be some secrets to success that people should be doing to try to achieve the success, and I'll say it, that you have had? What would you suggest? Um, I would say, first of all, to to not be afraid to fail. That's the most, for me, that was the most important thing. Every classroom says brave teacher on the top of the classroom. You really have to take the chance and go out there and take a chance at something that you believe in. That's the first thing. Second thing is you have to be a master at the business that you're going to go into. You can't just say, oh, I want to start a, a company and you don't have any background with it or any kind of you know um, credentials for that. You really need to know what you're talking about before you start it. And also, it's, I mean, just, just the way I am, it, there's a vortex of positivity, you know, in my program. They say that when they walk in, all the parents say something about this place. You have to have that kind of feeling to get, in, at least in my business, to get the kids to want to come here and to feel good about, you know, coming and spending. And, and we're not cheap. We're, you know, we're kind of expensive. But if they feel this way when they come in and it makes, it changes their lives, that that to me has helped me a lot. And also just being determined to do something, no matter what anybody says, you aim for something. And if something puts you off course, go on that course, see what it's like and come back and continue on. And just make everything that, that you take in as part of your experience. Well, that's an unusual way to look at it. How would you, what, what can you give me an example of that? Okay, so I was, so I became a gifted teacher. First, I was in the film business for seven years, owning a film company with a partner. Then I was doing culinary art, but I took all that information, all the stuff that I learned, I put into my curriculum. And that's why my curriculum is so amazing and so much fun because it has every field of interest in there and everything I've ever learned. I was a singer, I have this crazy background. So that all went into my curriculum. That's what it's all about. So that's how it kind of fits into that. Well, I'm very delighted and impressed. And as a teacher myself, I think you never <laughs> stop teaching. Once yes. you're a teacher, you're always a teacher, but you've taken it to a new level. And to uh, for us, with all due respect, the children are our future. Yes. And to see what you're doing with these children and helping to mold them into being yes. proud of themselves and successful for themselves. So I am so happy and proud to be talking to Toby Phillips, CEO and founder of the Village East Gifted Programs and now being positioned as a franchise. I'm so delighted to have had you with me, Toby. And till next time, this is Victoria Schnepp signing off. Bye now. Bye.